0: Welcome, welcome to a very exciting one for us this week. Diceratops Presents, part one of our new D&D saga, Bed to the Bone. This is an ongoing storyline, not sure how long it'll be. Last one was 10 episodes, so we're gonna play to find out. This was recorded over Zoom. We're also gonna be releasing these episodes on YouTube. If you wanna see our smiling faces, you can check out the Diceratops Presents, a YouTube channel. Quick notice, if you're in Wellington, tickets are on sale now for our last live show of 2020. Pour some centaur on me. That's Saturday, 28 November at Bats Theatre Wellington. Ticket link is in the show notes. Bed to the Bone features Tom Adams and Jules are playing their fan-fave characters from our live shows. I'm Morgan Davey, the Dungeon Master. Let's dungeon some dragons. So we're about to begin the uh, second Diceratops D&D saga and I'm very excited to be kicking this off with two... M- Original, original founding adventurers for Diceratops. It's the uh, um, wonderful team up of uh, Mascara Stormfire and Jack Gambleson. And let's um, say a quick hello to the two people playing them. So, playing uh, Jack Quick Gambleson, um, we have Tom Adams. Tom, hi. Hello there. <laughs> Are you ready like to? Uh, You're ready to have a saga. Of course, saga begins always. Yeah, wonderful. And as Mascara, of course, it's Jules Burger, So hello, Jules. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Welcome. How are you feeling, Saga Woods?
1: I mean, I'm just excited to be back, really. I feel like Mascara has been off on her own adventures for a while, and it, it it's going to be good to see what she's been up to, or what she's about to be up to.
0: Yeah, well, I'm pretty excited to, to find that out as well. So just like with our last saga, um, this is a heavily improvised game. We don't know much of what is going. The three of us are going to be... Um, coming up with a lot of what happens as we go and I am Morgan Davey in the dungeon master's chair but as I think that suggests I'm going to be very open to creative contributions from my two creative partners in this endeavor um, because we're all in this together and as we begin I think we'll just we'll just try and dive into it Um, we're gonna begin with a little focus on mascara and mascara has a um, Hmm. I think, mascara is involved in uh, breaking into a property. Isn't Isn't that what she's up to these days? Is that Yeah. Is that how, yeah she, 100%. how she does it. So tell me a little bit. First of all, tell us what mascara looks like. Give us some visuals to go on.
1: Okay. Well, she's because she's doing break-ins. She's full, you know, in the big black cloak, and you know, she's actually toned down a lot of her brighter. Clothing, um, and it's it's actually a lot more practical than she would normally be caught wearing right now. So you're talking, you know, boots with no heels on them that are actually quiet, and you know, like just practical pants. Like, ugh, you know, she she actually like is kind of cringing having to wear it right now as well. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Wonderful. So um, you're breaking, and you're going to be breaking into a a, a nice country house um, it's one of these like three story buildings that's uh, set back and has um, servants running around that that kind of place mm. and um, looking out over a beautiful little um, forest and some tended fields and um, there'll be a uh, little stables out the back with servants out there making sure that the horses are ready to go hunting so it's a, It's quite a nice sort of building. And um you would be breaking in I guess at uh, at dusk, so there's a bit of bit of darkness in the sky. What would be the route that you would choose to enter a place like that?
1: Um, I'm going uh in a in a side second story window mm-hmm. Uh, there there's actually a tree nearby to this one and so i've sort of climbed up the tree shimmied along that branch and jimmied up the window because it's um it's a darker window it's in an unused bedroom kind of probably situation so mm-hmm. that's how i'm i'm getting in
0: nice nice well um let's represent your movements into this house with a nice stealth check so let's have our first uh, Dice roll for the for the saga. So we'll. Um, I knew you were going to
1: ask me that. and I was casually just trying to <laughs> secretly get my dice tray out because I hadn't actually done it. <laughs> um, and I'm going to use my big giant dice for the first one because Wonderful. it's fun. Okay, it's a 17 on the dice, my friend.
0: Well, that's more than enough to to um, do a very stealthy move through this house, to cross the bedroom, hit the hallway, look down the hall to see um, the the master bedroom, which you know has all the special stuff in the safe. But as you wait and watch, you see the door open and the master of the house comes out and he looks left and right and strokes his beard and then, he walks toward where you are. You lean back into the door. We'll still roll with your 17. And he walks right mm-hmm. past the door and goes to the steel well and goes down, leaving you a clear run. So you tell me what happens next.
1: Nice. So I sort of like quietly kind of giggle to myself, but not actually like noise out loud, but just like pleased with myself uh, and then sort of slink down the wall and slide into the bedroom and then just sort of close the door again behind me because I already know where the stuff is. So I'm basically rubbing my hands at this point, <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Excellent. So there is, there's a, um, special secure, uh, lock box at the, at the side of the bed on the the side where the master sleeps, as opposed to the, the mistress of the house, the master oh, of the house. Of and he's got this, yep. And inside he's got all of his, all of his, um, Riding trophies and various other valuables who knows what else might be in there we'll find out I guess when you when you open it if that's something that you can do how are you going to attack this this lockbox
1: yeah so I mean I I, I, I did know this was going to be a problem and it's not my my key area uh, lock picking that's usually why I try and break into open windows but um, I've I've got the little like the little lockpicks down the mm-hmm. sleeve and the bracer just there. Yeah. Um, so I pull them out and I'm like, all right, buddy, come on, we've got this. You know, I'm sort of talking to myself as I like wiggle them around. I'm like doing what you see on like the movies. And I'm like, cause nobody's actually taught me how to do this. Like, I know <laughs> I went to, I know I went to like rogue school. Yeah. Um but like lock picking, I just is the class I missed. Um, so <laughs> I'm like moving it around and I'm kind of wiggling it. And I'm like, come on, I know what I should be feeling. All so, right, yeah. shall
0: we see how it goes with a with a sliding of hand?
1: Oh, let's see. Ironically,
2: if you're late for a lock picking class, they lock the door. So
1: yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Okay, so it's a seven on the dice plus my eight. So what's that? Fifteen total. Fifteen.
0: Well, 15 is, is your standard difficulty. And this uh, like it's, this, is one of those um, little safes that is sold to people like this because it looks mm. very, very impressive. But it's also uh, like it's not going to be tested terribly often. And 15 is just enough for you to, after working at it for a while, looking over your shoulder, and then pop, the door swings open. And nice. inside... There's all of the all of the goodies that you could want. It's all there.
1: Excellent. And I like put the lock picks in, and I'm like, take that, Mrs. Hagney. Ha! (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, pull pull the stuff out, and like I can see the writing trophies and stuff. Um. And there's like these like coins with like a weird face printed on them and stuff that Mm -hmm. um I kind of thought might be in there. Um. And then there's like the jewellery that the wife is allowed to wear on fancy occasions (laughs) or whatever, you know, I don't, I'm looking at it. I'm not exactly an appraiser, so I'm not sure if this is real, but it looks good, you know? So yeah.
0: Fantastic. Um, Well, you race down the hall and you head back up the same way you came, shimmy down the tree and slide out towards the stables. Where waiting for you is, the person who sent you in on this mission. Mm. It is the wife of Mr. Craddock, master of this house. It's Mrs. Craddock. And uh, she sees you coming and says, well, already that hardly took you any time at all.
1: No. And I'm wearing the necklace, by the way, <laughs> around my neck. <laughs> and I'm like, no. And you know what? I'm not sure if these are real. Did you know that? And I'm like, kind of looking at them sort of suspect.
0: <laughs> Um, well, give that to me, please, Ms. Stormfire. Uh, I'm I'm dumbfounded. It's really already. Mm-hmm. Mr. Craddock said that the security here was well. I thought testing it would be worthwhile. And when you when you offered to when you came into town and offered to test the security of places like this, well, I knew it was time to to see if my husband was. Or just full of it and it looks like he is
1: well I mean he walked right past me I'm sorry to say didn't even see me
0: well I can't wait to see what the look on his face is going to be like well, speaking but, um, of
1: faces whose is this face <laughs> mascara holds up these coins <laughs> and passes them over to
0: ah well that's one of Mr Craddock's famous relatives yes yes he was an inventor. Um, he invented, uh, well, I don't really know exactly what it was, some kind of magical device that was supposed to keep horses cleaner than they would otherwise be. I don't really ah. know the ins and outs of it, but he earned an awful lot of money for the family. And
1: is that the one they walk through and it's got like the scrubbers on both sides and it oh, kind of. Yes,
0: yes, yes. That's it. Exactly.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah. I've heard of that. I heard that a good horse kick though can break that thing. So, you know,
0: well, um, luckily the family fortune seems to be intact enough <laughs> and it has survived. Uh, well, another night. Thanks to you. Um, I'll obviously have to have to pay you. And given what you've shown me, I think we'll have to pay you extra for the for the the insights. And um, you can maybe sit down with Mr. Craddock and myself and tell us exactly how we can tighten up security around this place so we can make sure that everything is, well, amazing. Mm. Just
1: amazing. 100%, but I am going to need that pay. Uh, first, uh, husbands have a way of thinking that I actually am a thief and then I don't get paid. So...
0: Oh, well, no, no, you don't need to worry about that. I will absolutely sort it out with Mr. Craddock. Okay. Okay, cut to you standing in a hallway while inside this other room. You can hear Mr. and Mrs. Craddock having this (laughs) screaming argument. How dare you do this without consulting me? This common street trash. You don't know anything about where she's come from. And she was wearing your
1: necklace. How can that be? I don't know
0: um so that's yeah. all that's all going uh-huh. on and like Mascara's a scar is
1: like tapping <laughs> her foot servant going, I comes
0: I past and you. makes eye contact with you and kind of rolls eyes and then keeps going
1: yeah <laughs> i told her i told her this was going ha- to happen every yeah. time
0: <laughs> <laughs> wonderful um uh, so I think um, after after this as well, we'll uh, maybe cut to later on you leaving hmm. the house, leaving the credits yeah. house, and you have been paid. Um, shall we? Shall we find out how well paid you were tonight? Let's mm. have a let's have a charisma roll, maybe persuasion if, if uh-huh. persuasion is something you're at. Mm-hmm. You're at least going to be paid a fair amount, but those bonuses might not be coming.
1: Oof. I mean, it's not good. Right. I mean, I don't have persuasion, so it's just a plain old six, my friend. Right.
0: Okay. So I think, um, you know, it's, a, it's, it's enough. It's enough to keep going for a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. And your reputation will precede you. And isn't, isn't exposure worth something? getting paid by exposure isn't isn't, Mm -hmm. something
1: like that i um, am mascara seeing the pay that they gave her yeah um crept back into the same bedroom and took out a trophy uh (laughs) of the horse trophies and then has like placed it inside the horse stable like just in a pile of manure like (laughs) they're not like stolen it but just been like this is what i think of you you know
0: (laughs) yeah obviously mrs Craddock must have misplaced it when when you were handing the things over to her that's obviously what happened yeah (laughs) cool all right well as you are um as you are walking to um, I guess the village where you where you're going to stay. Where where are you <laughs> going to stay? Where are you sleeping?
1: She's normally sleeping in the crappiest tavern in town. You know, like the one they don't ask any questions; they just want your money. You know, yep. and and you definitely don't eat there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I really like that. Um. <laughs>
1: it's it's called the pickled salmon which is weird because there isn't any fish here <laughs> like yeah
0: that well I, I guess that's that's why they have to pickle the salmon they have to get it here from wherever it comes from <laughs> um wonderful wonderful so you're uh, on on the road um making your way towards the pickled salmon and um i think uh you would hear a voice You'd hear a voice calling out to you from the darkness.
2: <clears throat> Not, doesn't hear it as so no. much as um, hears it in her head, okay. uh, and it's um. Well, looks like you're doing okay for yourself, there, Sc- Matilda.
1: <laughs> and mascara stops dead.
2: <laughs> like, I suppose with with <laughs> in
0: your head, you can't tell where it's coming from, right?
1: Yeah, so she just <laughs> sort of stops dead, and she's like and says out loud because she's still not like used to people talking in her head. She's just uh, like, she's just talking to herself on the street. All right. That's unfair. Like, you know, if I can't see you and I just hear you like now I look like a crazy person.
2: <laughs> and, uh, and you see, um, one of the, one of the shrubs uh, next to you just disappears and, um, it's Jackwick Gambleson sit there going, "Well, that's fair, but to be honest, if I'd called out your name, you'd probably be looking up and all ways around, without looking down to see where I am." Uh, uh,
1: uh, you're not wrong. <laughs> what <do you> are <laughs> here anyway? Well,
2: I, I'm not entirely sure. I've I uh, I go where the wind or whatever takes me, uh, and so it appears I'm I'm here. Uh, just watched you kind of your little little fun fun time out there. Um, Good to see you're putting your skills to good use.
1: Yeah, it's, um, le- it's, yeah, it's legit. And, like, mascara is suddenly defensive. Like, I didn't actually steal anything.
2: I will say you're walking a wire uh, there. Um, but, you know, to be fair, you didn't steal. Well, you didn't steal anything. You, 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 you're doing good, I suppose. Doing good while also doing things you probably shouldn't. Which hmm. is actually quite good, now that I think about it.
1: And mascara's just processing that to see if it was a compliment or not. <laughs> like, she's sitting there and she's like, because she's not sure, she's just going to be like, hmm, better than, better than, you know, like the other way.
2: <laughs> yeah. uh, I should probably say, <coughs> probably describe Jackwick. Jackwick's a uh, halfling wearing kind of a nice linen, you know, brown. Uh, uh, shirt, he's wearing overall, he's wearing um, pants with suspenders, as you do barefoot, of course, mm. uh, and Jack Wick does not wear a hat, he does not wear a hat, he abides hats, hats are um, anathema to Jack Wick. No one's entirely sure why he doesn't like hats, he just doesn't. <laughs> Something's so weird about them. Yes. So this is what you're doing with yourself nowadays, you're, uh, you're showing rich people how to, not be, how to not be less rich, I suppose.
1: Well, I mean, there is a lot of people like me out there, and, and some of them aren't as nice as me. So, I just thought I'll say that maybe it would help. I mean, it would definitely be better than the last thing I was up to. And her face is still kind of creased up when she thinks <laughs> about it.
2: No, I do recall that. I do recall that quite <clears throat> quite an unfortunate uh, return of events. Quite the chaos, which is why. I found it quite fun to watch, but uh, no, no, this does seem a little, little more uh, <clears throat> easy to do, and a little, little less death, and a little more uh, pay, I suppose.
1: Well, I, I do mean, think yeah. you
2: could take a whittling. Mm-hmm. Uh.
1: And un- unless you can whittle me a skeleton key, uh, I don't know how useful it would be.
2: I can. Whittle you a skeleton, but not a key. <laughs>
1: I have found that Me, though, is quite good for breaking into windows.
2: <laughs> well, well then uh, I think we're, uh, I, I will take that then as supporting your interests.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the pickled salmon. You come, well, I mean, you, because you don't really know where that is, seeing as you don't know where you are. But, okay, do you want to follow me to a place?
2: <laughs> I will assume that the pickled salmon is, in fact, a place and not, a object that we're going to be trying to find. Uh, I, frankly, I have enough dead fish in my life as it is.
1: <laughs> oh, they're still doing that.
2: They're still doing that. I'm absolutely annoying. And he tips the staff, and it turns into a fishing rod. And he goes, "This thing is useless. I just go out there and pick them up, but they're all black. No one wants to eat a black salmon."
1: Uh, you know, it might have some sale potential, and you can see like mascaras, like <laughs> eyes twinkling, as she thinks about how to sell that. You know.
2: <laughs> well, you'll have to do it yourself because I'm banned from most markets.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, that makes sense too. <laughs> but don't worry, the pickled salmon doesn't have anything edible anyway, so I'm sure it, they it won't matter.
2: That sounds well, well. That sounds fine then. Uh, uh. Not that I, not that I'm much of a drinker, uh, though. Uh, you know, I'm willing to have the odd drab or dab or whatever it is these they, the young people call it these days. Um, but I'll take on where we go. Let's go. Okay. So um, the two of you had a good
0: get moving on the on the road towards the pickled salmon. As you start walking, you both um, feel more than hear the the movement in a tree nearby is an owl, a large white owl that had been sitting quietly and observing you, suddenly takes flight and it flies close overhead and uh, rises it high into the sky.
2: drops to the ground. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh. <laughs> it does. Oh, and that's the lightning too.
1: I mean, it, not edible either.
2: I, I wouldn't try it. I've never tried, but I do know that, uh, well, I'm not sure it's really flesh anymore.
1: It is interesting that even the feathers turn black.
2: I know, right? You can't even eat feathers. That's a <laughs> stupid god as that?
1: Right? But it does give me thoughts about where the feathers are living, huh?
2: Well, now I'm going to be spending the next three centuries probably talking about that. (laughs) Are feathers alive? That would be a bit strange for the feather dusters, wouldn't it? That would be a bit macabre. (laughs) The pickled salmon.
0: Um, In the pickled salmon, uh, in a semi-crowded common room, um, there's a little jug band going up the top. Um, someone someone blowing on the on the top of a bottle and someone else strumming a very simple um, uh, what, if it 's got one string it 's not really a guitar i don 't know what it is when it 's got one string, but one of them yeah.
2: someone 's <laughs> blowing into a comb yes yeah. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. do
0: absolutely and spoons. Uh, people spoons. are kind of elbowing each other out of the way there 's um, sawdust on the floor, but it's uh, um, it 's been there so long that it 's got too sticky it's it's not soaking up the the moisture anymore and it's just kind of accumulating on the soles of your beat or your be- your beat your boots or your bare feet if you have bare feet um sore mud we'd call that in the um in the biz <laughs> Um, but as you come in, uh, Mrs. Eames, who runs the establishment, um, spots your mascara and it's like, oh, it's my best customer mascara. Welcome, welcome. Come in, come in. You want another private room for tonight? Or shall I do you up in the common room with all the yobs?
1: Uh, no, Mrs. Eames, private again. That would be great. Thank you. No I, I, I have a friend with me today.
2: Mm-hmm. Hello. always oh, a short one i am jackwick Gambleson, son of gamble how are you oh well um you're very welcome in our
0: establishment we welcome people of all heights but i would advise you to be careful of uh what goes on at eye level because there's all kinds of things dangling and swinging down there oh i mean like oh, you- like knives and daggers and that sort of thing uh oh I'll, I'll get you i'll get you a drink i'll get you a drink don't you what worry you drink, nothing? Sir?
2: I will have a mead, and don't you worry, nothing that I will see in here will be anything like anything I've seen in my entire life. So don't you worry about that. I've seen far worse, things that your eyes would bleed for. Uh, but yeah, I'll have a mead.
1: All right. I, I feel like they don't always need that much information, Jack.
2: <laughs> Everyone needs the information. All things will come to an end.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's, you haven't stopped doing that either. Good. Can I, can can I, can I also, and she's like running off. (laughs) No, no. Okay. Don't worry about it. I'll get her when she gets back.
0: (laughs) Okay. Um, so, uh, Mrs. M's returns and has a mead for Jackwick and she brings to you, mascara, um, whatever you, you seem to be drinking the previous evening. She's, she's supplying you with more of that. And, um, uh, yeah, well, um, I uh, hope hope you've uh, had a lovely day, and obviously it's a busy one. We've got the got the band in tonight, so people have been coming all all over the place. And uh, yeah, yeah, there's lots going on. It's um it's a real joy to be here. So um I'll get back to work, and uh, that private room well, it's ready to go whenever you need it.
1: Oh, thanks, mate, and and thanks for the tip off about the credits. That really paid out.
0: Oh, good, it paid out, did it?
1: Uh-huh, yeah. And I flick a coin across to it.
0: She she catches it and uh tucks it in her in her cleavage. Like Goodo, good oh
1: Yeah. <laughs> you could, got any more of those? You know where to find me.
0: No, oh, well I will I will definitely keep my ear to the ground. Um, cool. So she heads off and uh Jackwick you are you are there's like there's no seats here it's all it's standing only around little kind of stand up barrels that people are leaning on so from your lower vantage point as you look around um you see a a tall um kind of overweight um overweight man he's um kind of awkward and unfit and bumping against people and saying, oh, excuse me, excuse me and as he bumps his way through people a uh, kid is following along in his wake and um, lifting stuff out of people's pockets
2: Uh, Jackwick kind of chuckles and says oh, oh, I've seen this one before and uh, he uh, talks to the kid's mind and he goes, no, no enough of that (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, the kid it's a it's a um, it's hard to tell if it's a boy or a girl or um, no strong gender markings either way but this kid um, spins and uh, looks directly at you picking up somehow out of the the chaos that you are the one who was who was addressing them and um, they just stare at you in shock an absolute fear and have this like drops um, this purse, drops something else that they were holding in their other hand and turns and sprints out of the, out of the place. So, so I think mascara, this will be the first thing you notice is this, um, this kid, this, that has been hanging around. You saw them last night as well. Just suddenly starts sprinting for the door. Like the place caught on fire.
1: Mm, I'm like, Oh, (laughs) someone caught him tonight.
2: (laughs) He sure did.
1: Oh, is that you? (laughs)
2: Uh, In a manner of speaking, yes.
1: Turns out It was kind of entertaining last night watching that kid at work. They're actually pretty good, you know.
2: It was all right. You know what was entertaining, though? The look on his face.
1: Yeah, I mean, nicely done. I mean, how many wallets did he get before you noticed?
2: (laughs) I I wasn't keeping track, but uh, if you look at that little bag of coins there, uh, I would say a decent all.
0: In fact, there's there's a. There's, they're just sitting on the ground. People haven't noticed that they're there
2: yet. Jackwick Mage hands it over. Uh huh. Um, and just like looks at it and he goes, You know what? I will keep this. And he puts it in his uh, in his pocket and he goes, You've got no problems with that, do you? Matilda. I mean, n-
1: no. But. but, but- <laughs> It's got her, like, face screwed up and, like, completely misses the Matilda because normally she'd be, like, Sarah, like, straight away on top of it. But she's like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs>
2: <laughs> and, uh, Jake, who just looks back and goes, well, you know, the odds of us getting any of this thing back to anyone in this room will cause more mayhem than we will actually cause order. In fact, I'm beginning to reconsider. No, you know what? Better safe here. <laughs> Let's not start any fights until we know what exactly is going on.
1: Okay.
0: Who's starting a fight? says a voice. A big man appearing right next to the two of you and looking looming over mascara and particularly looming over Jackwick at his shoulder there's another three similarly built men all with a strong family resemblance. Who's okay, starting a you- fight if not me? Hey. You're Mascara Stormfire, aren't you?
1: Oh, yes. And who's asking? And she hasn't even turned around. She's just <laughs> drinking her rice wine, sitting there on the table. just.
0: I'm Ben Blaine. These are the Blaines. Do you know that name? Blaine? Does that oh. ring a bell for you? The Blaine family who have a nice big house?
2: Hmm? Oh, you've got brother David, don't you?
1: No. Yep, that's me. This
0: is David Blaine next to Ben.
1: <laughs> and mascara is. Hello, David. <laughs> got a look on her face that says that she totally does. It's starting to dawn on her who, who these folks are, but she's like, no, nope, mm it's not coming to mind right now.
0: <laughs> My poor dad paid you i don't know how much to make sure that our security was under control and now the whole place has been done over it's been done over more than anything all the secret nooks and crannies that you talked about gone the whole place and that means you owe us a lot
1: well, considering your dad only paid me about 30 gold for that job, I'm not giving you crap.
2: <laughs> and uh, Jackwick looks up at him and goes, uh, no, no, sir, I'm sure that uh, any misfortune that may have befell you was your own fault and not that doing of Matilda here.
1: Yeah, if you'd paid the 70 like I asked for, I would have told him about the actual good spots.
2: You're not
0: helping my, my temper, not one little bit.
1: Well, I feel like your temper is really your problem and not really mine.
2: (laughs) And, uh, he starts to feel like a little bit of a rumble underneath his feet and, um, a couple of the windows and doors start to shudder and shake and, uh, Jackwick just looks at him and goes, sir, I believe that you have overstepped yourself and I would humbly ask you to please leave lest things do not go the way that you intend, but the way that I intend. And, uh, he's just, uh, his face is kind of darkening and shadowing and he's, he's, Looking a little bit creepy.
0: <laughs> let's let's see how uh, your intimidation is working here, I think. Give me an intimidation roll, Charisma. Uh,
2: that is a 26. <laughs> I rolled a one, but I have the lucky feet. So, uh, <laughs> oh, ho, ho. hell yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> gosh, Ben looks at you and you, his face goes... Um, well it was very red and it transitions to very pale incredibly quickly and he steps back from you and some of his brothers like David kind of catches him and uh, like lets him move a little bit further back and the brothers are looking down at you kind of struggling to see because they were so fixated on mascara and one by one they're catching this bad energy in fact you notice that everyone has stepped back to make space around Mascara and Jackwick and this little Jackwick's posse of Blaine's.
2: Um, <laughs> David, I would disappear if I were you. Are you
1: all right? And I, I look at him and I do feel a little sorry for him because I know I didn't steal their stuff, right? Yeah, you didn't. And I'm like, right. I, I tell you what, i'll look into it for you free of charge how's that
0: ben's to overcome with everything to really respond and in fact he, he can't really take his eyes away from jackwick so it's it's david that that
1: yeah kind sort of steps and a bit
0: closer and he's like of course yeah um that would be much appreciated uh
1: hmm and I just sort of taking them by the arm and I'm sort of yep. walking them towards the door and I'm like mm-hmm, yeah no I mean because you know he mm-hmm. did pay me 30 gold that does entitle him to some kind of safety I mean if he'd paid the 70 really <laughs> wouldn't be having this conversation now would we but that's okay it's all that's right why
2: the, that's why you buy the extended warranty <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> Cool. It's all right. We can sort this. And I'm kind of taking them to the door while I'm just sort of patting them, and I'm looking over my shoulder at Jackwick, like, "Holy! Crap. You know,
2: like." Jackwick's just kind of standing there, just like still, sh- like the ground still shattering, just for no reason. Now I guess it's just kind of he's kind of got into a bit of a fugue state. Yeah,
1: <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And I get them out of the door, and I'm like, "I'd, I'd advise maybe don't come back tonight." Okay, I think he's mad, I'm like a little bit mad. It's, it's fine though. But-
0: that was, like. Bad magic, wasn't it?
1: No, no, I never. He's—it's like my dad. He's not bad. No. <laughs> he's fine. He's—he's he's totally fine. I've—I've mm-hmm.
0: I've studied a bit of magic. I can even do a bit of magic, but nothing like that.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, so can I. And, and, and like, mascara's hand goes <laughs> like icy cold, and her fingers like go snowflakes, you know. And then she mm-hmm. sort of closes it up again, and she's like, everybody can do a little bit of magic, right? No, but like. Yeah. You know, like, hey, no, he's fine. He's he's to, he's totally fine. Uh-huh.
2: And, uh huh. And and David's head, You hear? I'm not fine. <laughs> <laughs> you be careful
0: with him, all right, Miss.
1: Oh, mm, okay. David,
0: David, um, takes his leave and he goes. And uh, yeah, the Blaine brothers, all of them, leave. And the the kind of pickled salmon. Uh, silence looking at this big empty space around the two of you and then yeah. the guy blows across the bottle and the comb goes and then the dung 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 and it all kicks off once again
1: yeah mascara has sense. a moment where she processes that she just got told to take care of herself by some guys that were about to beat her up um <laughs> and that that probably needs thinking about but maybe later like because she has a drink waiting for her on the table again so she turns around goes back to the drink it's like well that was new and different
2: was it i always thought that was kind of fairly par for the course for uh, our interactions people look at us eventually they get scared they leave I thought that was a thing
1: i i always thought that was more about the portable hole that people kept falling into
2: I guess so. Maybe I'm a metaphorical portable hole.
1: Yeah. I mean, maybe. Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. That went well. I mean, it did. I mean, I'm still fine. Like, mascara's kind of petting herself, like reassuring herself she's still all good, you know? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I seem good. You seem okay. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. I'm quite fine. No property damage here. I've got a nice mead in my hand, a friend by my side, and uh, no ruffians to ruin the evening.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Only you kept the gold, and you nearly caused a fight in the middle of a bar with lots of innocent people. I mean, it's not super like you.
2: I'm not sure that was entirely my fault. I just m- merely talked about starting a fight, and things came to me. Well, that's hardly my fault. If me, if I being the nexus of chaos is not necessarily me being the cause of chaos, so to speak.
1: Mm, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I shouldn't. You know, I sh- we just haven't been together for a while. Maybe I'm just out of sync with you. You know. Oh, well,
2: that's fine. We're we're all learning. You've got a job. I'm doing whatever it is about. Apparently, that I'm doing. You know, everyone's growing and shaping.
1: <laughs> These are good. Speaking like of jobs, now I've got to do a freebie. I bet I go sort that one out, I guess. I can't just have people... You know, it's not the first time that a house that I've been to, to show them how it gets broken into, has actually gotten broken into after I've left.
2: Well, you know what? I, I do feel guilty because I suspect if I had not intervened then we would have gotten to a fight and they would be dead and we would not have to pay or do anything la- uh, secondary. So, um, Albert, I give you a hand uh, with this, this job. I, yeah. I am possessed of certain skills
1: that's I feel like insights. It surely can't be that hard. they're clearly following me, so all I need to do is walk around in circles until I end up following them, right like that's kind of how it works
2: look i'm not I'm no tracker, but I do think that's how it works yes uh,
1: yeah I mean yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess we will walk in circles then. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And they, like, Mascara just sits there drinking, enjoying the band, just yeah. sort of Jack processing that.
2: <laughs> Jackwick's just doing the same, going, I'm not sure we uh, aim to an idea there. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's not. They both decided. That you can just see them both being like, let's not walk in circles. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's not normal we use using our time.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, they both said it. They didn't have any better ideas. So they just sort of sat yeah, there yeah. and let it sit. Yeah.
2: yeah. It was like, we should. We could go out. Yeah, we could go out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jackwick just starts slapping his his thigh a little bit to the music, you know. Nice. Yep. um I think I would like to.
0: I I suggest that you do not go out and you end up retiring retiring to bed. Um, mascara in uh, in your private room, Jackwick also in the private room um there would be there would be multiple beds in there so I, I, I don't i don't know how how much privacy mascara would want or alternatively how much mascara wants to make sure jackwick doesn't get into mischief
1: <laughs> yeah it's i think mascara would have a thing about like jackwick disappearing because he doesn't always <laughs> say goodbye do you know what i mean so yeah yeah yeah, I, yeah so i'm like are, are you coming and like Putting him in the bed next in the room next to me because they've been like sleeping in tents and stuff before. They've definitely been in worse situations. So, mm. yeah, yeah, so, absolutely.
2: Yeah, Deckard just goes, go, "Oh, oh, yep." Actually, you know what? It is getting late, isn't it? He just often forgets about his like. You know, he is still mortal. He does still need. To- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he just forgets. He just forgets yeah. that he does need to sleep and eat and all those things. <laughs> yeah.
0: Cool. So the two of you um, head up and you are kind of lying in bed and you're pleasantly buzzed on mead in Mascara's case. I don't know what effect alcohol has on Jack Wick, if any. Um, and uh, yeah, drifting drifting off towards sleep. So I think as we, we um, wind up this, this first episode, you have a little mission in mind, um, which is good. Maybe we can just hear a snippet of whatever sleepy conversation you're going to have as as um, you drift off
2: Matilda Yes <laughs> When you were growing up, did you ever were you ever afraid of the monster beneath the bed?:
1: Always.:
2: Okay, well, I think I've met one, and I'd like to find him again because I think he's my friend.
1: Well, how did you make the monster under the bed your friend? The monster well, under the bed it, has teeth and claws.
2: Yeah, I guess, I guess so. But when he met me, he decided that I think he decided I was scarier. And so so he let me ride him around for a while. And now I want to ride a bed again.
1: Huh. Well, I, I, I don't find you scary, Jackwick.
2: Well, that's very nice. I find me scary a little
1: bit, maybe if I don't find you scary, then you won't get lost in the scary
2: That's very nice to think about when i'm when I'm with you and with Randy and Froden and our friends i I don't scare myself as much as I could.
1: I miss you when Thanks. you're gone, Jack quick.
2: I miss you too, Matilda. I'll I'll try not to be gone for too long again after this.
1: Okay. Good night. Night.
2: <laughs> Jacob just snores horribly.
1: <laughs> and Matilda I, laughs yeah. and then just kind of rolls over.
0: <laughs> and the two of you drift into sleep. And. Out the little window, there is the moon hanging overhead in the night sky, and a white owl that flies and lands on the windowsill and gazes in at the two of you as the night goes on. And that is the end of part one of whatever we're going to call this. We don't have a name <laughs> for this little saga yet, but I'm sure we'll come up with something before too long. Um, cool that was fun
2: i i'm excited yeah.
0: to see what's going to happen next thanks uh thanks jules thank you
1: oh thank you this was really fun yeah
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah it
2: was really fun jules awesome yeah. to the bone there we go
0: Bit to the bone <laughs> Bit <Bed laughs> to the bone <laughs> and uh thank you tom wonderful stuff as always um cool. oh, thank you guys that was awesome all right well um that's that's us so there will be more more next week this has been Diceratops Presents Beard to the Bone Part 1. Follow us on all the social medias at NZ and sign up for our email newsletter at Diceratops.NZ. I am Morgan Davey. We are Diceratops. We love games and our shows are for everyone.